peace and blessings and a whole lot of love. God is Hadia. Thanks for tuning in. I just want to share a personal story. At the age of 19, I had my first child because I got pregnant right after high school. Um, I had my second child by the age of 21. Um, I married the my father's, uh, my children's father, uh, when I was 22, we were married for seven years, but we were together for 10. And my marriage ended in a domestic violence incident. Um, there was, I won't say there was physical abuse in the marriage because he did not beat up on me or give me black eyes and busted lips or that, things of that nature. We had a few fights where there was no, you know, no um, injuries. Um, but however, I had learned through counseling that I was in an emotional abusive relationship in which he would go to bed and then wake up the next morning saying he had a bad dream about me and then just give me the silent treatment. He would give our children to sound and treat me. I ended up having my third child when I was 26. So I had three children by him. Um, so as, as I was saying that I've learned that I was in an emotional um, abusive relationship. You know, like I said, he would wake up in the morning with an attitude, not speak to me for a day or two, um, not be bothered with the kids. But then he would make up um, in the beginning of the marriage because I was going to school um for my associate's degree and he was the breadwinner of the family he would withhold money at times um i was walking on eggshells there were times in our marriage where everything was fine but it seemed like after the third child um that's when i started experiencing a lot of emotional abuse and i started to become afraid of him because i didn't know what to expect day to day because of his mood swings and um so on this particular, I had left him, um, one year I had left him, which was in, I think, 1996. Yeah, I left him in 1996 because I came home after taking my cousin out for her birthday. And I did that because she was there for me. And um, when I came in, you know, he had an attitude. So I don't know if he had an attitude because I went out with my cousin. I don't know what the attitude was for. But I had... We was having a conversation and he just got up and started choking me. And my mom was there. So by the time my mom came into the room, he already had took his hands off of me and I left the next day. And I stayed gone um, for a while. I went to go stay with my cousin, the one who I had took out. And he went on down south for a weekend to get his mom right. And so I told him that I wasn't coming back, that I wouldn't... We needed to separate and I need him I needed for him to move out. And I gave him a month. It took him a month for him to find his him a place. And he moved out. He would get the kids on the weekend. I later learned that he would just put them in a the room, make sure they ate, and he really did not interact with them. So he was emotionally abusing them as well. And um I end up during the course of that separation, we end up seeing each other again and being intimate. So he ended up moving back with me a year later. And the very same night that he moved in was the very night, the, the very same night that I was like, why did I allow him to do this? Because he hasn't changed. 
So about a week later, I wound up moving back with my cousin. And my cousin told me, she was like, listen, I'll allow you and the kids to come here a second time. But if you go back to him and leave him again, I will allow the kids to come here, but you cannot stay here. And that was a wake-up call for me because I didn't have no other support from my cousin who was much younger than me. So I was stalling, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. He kept asking me when I was going to go home, come back home. And I kept just telling him I needed more time. And so one morning I went to go because what happens is, what happened, the way that our schedule was, I worked right around the corner from where we lived and the children went to school there. So when he would get them on Friday, I would come Monday morning to get the kids and take them to school. So this particular Monday morning, I get there, the kids are still sleeping. And he um he got up off the couch. He asked me, do I want him to take wake up the kids? And I was like, no. So he got up off the couch. He came to give me a hug. But he didn't see my wedding ring on my finger, which I had left on my jewelry at my cousin's house because I was running late. And I didn't want him to be late for work. So I just got up. Got brush my teeth and put my clothes on so I can get back to my hands so he can, you know, leave on time. So I get there, as I said, he looked at my finger and he was about to walk out the door. Then he just about face walked up to me. I had on a drink, a jean shirt. He was so angry that he snatched the jeans, the, the sleeve on my shirt. It was a long sleeve shirt right off the seam. Like he just snatched the whole thing in one pull. Then he, um, I ran out into the hallway, knocking on the neighbor's door for help. By this time, my children had woke up. Um, and then um, he pulled me, grabbed me back into the house. There was a, a heavy set man that was much bigger than my husband, but he refused to help because people don't like getting involved in domestic violence. He dragged me back into the house, into the kitchen. While I'm on the kitchen floor, he held me by two hands, straddled his legs over me, and reached into the dish. Um, rack and pulled out a knife he looked at that knife and said oh, this shit not gonna work so he put it back in and got another one and proceeded to stab at me so what i was doing was crying and i was blocking him so i just got a lot of defensive wounds and the only reason why he stopped because when i turned around i saw my three-year-old son standing there looking at us so he allowed me to get up and he was like i know you're gonna call the cops and i was like no i just need to go to the hospital to be seen because look at all this blood so I ran out the door because now I'm like, oh, God, my kids are still in the house. So I didn't know that my older son had got locked out. The neighbor, I found out later that the neighbor had took him in. My my daughter, who was 10 at the time, was calling 911. And as I said, my three-year-old son was back there in the doorway. So I ran upstairs, knocked on my mother friend's door, but she wouldn't answer. So I said, well, let me just run down, run downstairs and maybe I get some help you know, on my way to the hospital because the hospital was right down the block. When he saw me come downstairs, he literally tried to kick me down the stairs. Had I not been holding on when I was running down the stairs, I probably would have fell down the stairs and probably could have killed me that way. So I ran down the 13 flights of stairs. I ran three blocks to the hospital. When I entered the hospital, I ran straight to the, um, the pay phone, which was on the kid's side. So the nurse came out and she thought I was a child because I'm like five, four and a half. I was always like 124 pounds. So she was about to take me to the emergency, to the emergency room on the kid's side. I was like, no, no, I'm an adult, but my husband tried to murder me and my children was in the hospital. 
I mean, my, my children were still in the house, so he she took me over to the adult side, straight to the back so I can be seen. I'm just crying, like, I'm so terrified. I left my children. What is he going to do to my children? But um, the name, my, not only my daughter, who called Dr. Hoffman, I, I, um, I tried to dial 911 a few weeks back before that. And um, thank God I did. And um, the neighbor who had eventually got my oldest son and pulled him into the house, to the apartment, called 911. So while the doctors was working on me, they was like, the children are safe. The cops are taking them to your cousin's house, the same cousin who was there for me. And my husband wound up getting locked up that same day. He couldn't make bail. And I testified against him a year later, and he ended up serving 14 years because his sentence was 11 to 22 years. He ended up serving 14 years for what he did to me. He has since been home. He's been home, I would say, about seven years. He moved down south. Um, I forgive him for what he did. Um, um, and to be honest, people might say it's crazy, but we're on good terms because we still share three kids together. No one ever go back to him, no. But there's no need of me holding on to anger because it will stop me from loving the next man. But we, you know, we don't have conversations, but like my daughter gave a cookout and he came to the cookout because his thing is to um, be there for his kids, even though they grown, they 31, 29 and 24. But he's just trying to have a, a a healthy relationship with them, and that's my that's that's what I had to experience. So what I'm saying is, if you are in a relationship where you are being abused, whether it's emotionally, mentally, physically, sexually, economically, financially, you must leave because the longer you stay, the harder it is for you to leave, and the longer you stay the more danger you put yourself in. And another thing I'm going to say, what the, the, the mistake that I made was when we had those few fights, I would leave, but I always get back. So when I was ready to leave for good, he couldn't accept that. And he was like, if I can't have you, nobody else will have you. So like I said, we in good time, you know, um, I'm able to be around home when we have family functions, because like I said, we still share the kids together. And he wrote me a letter before he came home from jail, really apologizing for what he done and taking full accountability and responsibility for that. A lot of men don't do that. And then I did a video on my YouTube channel talking about it. And he actually sat there and listened to what I had to say about my experience. And again, he apologized, not realizing that he knew he was doing wrong, but he didn't realize just how much damage he had caused his family and he said he have so much respect for women that he don't even really want to be with nobody in a, a marriage or relationship like that um not because he's afraid he's gonna do it again but he just has so much respect for women that he would just date them but not really um getting involved because he wants time he wants freedom to be able to you know, go and come as you please. But yes, thanks for tuning in and listening to me as I share my story. Peace and blessings and a whole lot of love. Remember, domestic violence is not your fault. It's have everything to do with the person who's committing those acts. Remember that. God is idea.